0: Experience the perfect blend of culinary delights, entertainment, and education on the number one food podcast in the country, Walk & Talk Podcast. Join host Carl Fiadini and the amazing chef Jeffrey Schlissel. Feed your appetite. Find this podcast on Apple and Spotify. Fam, This is the Walk & Talk Podcast, and I'm your host, Carl Fiadini. Today, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Uh, It's going to be an impromptu uh, show. We're going to get into how difficult it really is to do this stuff, like this digital content, podcasts, and videos, and all that good stuff. Uh, But first... Let's uh, let's hear from our sponsor today. Attention, all chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service. With 25 butchers on staff, well, I got to tell you, their services will dazzle you and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone Farms distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away ask about their dry aged program look them up peninsulafood.com let's uh so you know we got uh, the shishol uh, meister over here our uh, culinary contributor. how the hell are
1: you i'm fantastic man yeah get close to that mic. yeah, yeah see all
0: right uh, man it's right. been a doozy what of i got tell you what man <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably gonna. I'm probably going to curse today. <laughs> I don't know. There will be profane. No, I'm gonna hold it back. So let's let's walk this. Uh, let's walk it back a little bit. We've been messing around with the equipment to set up this this podcast for at least an hour.
1: Oh, over that, probably right. Oh yeah. We 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 got here at nine thirty. It's now twelve something.
0: Oh yeah, right.
1: So yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, and most people don't realize what you do. Like I would say that what we did uh, last week over at. NAMFMA, whatever. How do you pronounce that national? Yeah, yeah. Food mm-hmm. and equipment yeah. show. Yeah. I see how I let him drag that out. It was absolutely stunning because that thing that was set up was just like stupid easy. Yeah, and it's then it was the same.
0: <laughs> the same setup, literally.
1: Well, we do, John. We do have a common denominator here. It's this one right over next to me to my right because he does that Nicole podcast and uh, he he screwed stuff up. So
0: no. So first of all. what... So- <laughs> Everyone needs to understand there's all sorts of, like, I am not a, uh, an audio engineer.
1: I'm not a video. I, like, you play one on TV, but, I but I in just, real life, <laughs> see, you, know what I mean? you just like to talk. Correct.
0: But I talk a lot and, um, you know, we, we, uh, we end up getting all these different pieces of equipment and putting it together and there's a learning curve to, to actually make everything jive, to mm-hmm. make everything gel and work. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, there's a, a learning curve in a process.
1: But you're also morphing as you go along. You're like, what if I did this so you can execute better? Right. So we use a uh, a Rode Caster Pro Two
0: for our audio mixer. For those out there who were kind of geeky into the into the gear, and uh, and we also have an ATEM Mini Extreme, right? And of course, you got the laptops and you got cameras and all sorts of stuff. But in order for all of these things to play together, um, th- obviously you have uh, wires and hardware that it needs to actually physically plug into certain places, but then there's actually then then you actually have the software that runs through the uh, the laptop, right? And all of the little buttons and switches and things bah, 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 have to be in the right place. Now, with that said, <laughs> the uh, we here have it this comes. here it comes. So for the ATEM uh, uh, Extreme, um, I it's in a box with the monitor. You just pop the lid.
1: It's like a, if for, for those of you that can't see, cause it's off camera and John's playing with it right now. It's looks like the football, you know, the nuclear football kind of thing, a case that you walk around. I
0: can, I have the, I have the numbers. I can <laughs> do it. See that balloon so, thing from which
1: I, <laughs> that was him. it wasn't, care. it wasn't the F 22. Thank,
0: thank, thank me. Yeah, right? yeah. No, but so, um, I'm, I'm kidding out there. Uh, alphabet people. All right. So, um, you know, so with this, with this device, We can actually just take it, a mic, and the laptop, and we can do what we have to do without all of the other gear. If it's a run and gun or if, you know, like it's a quickie sort of a, you know, we can do it.
1: Right. Well, that's what you do with Nicole on Monday nights.
0: Yeah, but that hadn't, well, yes, but that had nothing to do with with, uh, Walk in Circles uh, podcast,
1: Right. You, you said that you touched something over there. You never clicked yeah, yeah, yeah. it back.
0: Well, there's two separate things. One, oh, oh. so when, the thing I do, so with uh, Nicole from Circle C Farms, um, awesome uh, farm down I, in uh, Bonita like Springs. She's
1: the queen down there, man. Yes. She just rocks it. She, she's awesome.
0: I only use the roadcaster. That's it. And, and the laptop. Always the laptop. But,
1: oh, the, you know the, what? Speaking, sorry about Nicole. You got to tell her whatever you told her about the mic, whatever. It's, the sound quality is like amplified. It's so much better.
0: It's, yeah, no, no, it's great. You, yeah. it, you can hardly tell the difference between. She you almost know.
1: sounds like you were, she was there with you. Yeah. yeah that, that's that's cool.
0: Right. So what I did, so we sat for, actually it was John too the other day. We, um, we were adjusting the, um, you know, through the system, you know, we have the EQ and compressors and all this other stuff. So um, that channel, the call-in channel, we adjusted it to where the voice is nice and full and the mids are nice and everything was clear and crisp. But then she added an external mic to her phone when she calls in. And that made it, that just upped it. And it was, and it's, really, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I'm really happy with that. Now, that has nothing to do with what happened today. <laughs> um, the, uh, the box, right? The ATEM box with a mm-hmm. monitor in it and right. everything. I tried to figure out, this Here is we last go. week, yeah. how we can just take it, the laptop, a mic, and skedaddle. Right. Okay. And I figured it out. It, it works. It really, it works really nice, man. Mm-hmm. So for example, if we wanted to do a, 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 you know, we'd have, we can have two mics in that thing, adjust the audio levels, um, have camera, have a, you know, we can actually hook up a, a cell phone if we wanted to um, and run it through there and we can have a show and it'll be a good show. And, but I don't want to do that for the regular because we do maximize the audio and everything else, you know, with, with the additional equipment. Right. But all that gear, mm-hmm. all those bags, mm-hmm. no, don't need it. Just need a couple of like that, one little uh, one little um, backpack. backpack and you're good to go. Right. That's it. Anyway, so we did a couple hours of, um, you know, troubleshooting. And I realized it was, it was like one one button, one in the settings of the. One stupid, and and that was
1: what held it. it back. Usually, is just one button. It always is, isn't it? Really? Yeah. And it was like the bean. Con- you can call it the bean if you want. Yeah, we <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> Sorry. We. It literally was like Control Alt Delete. It was reset, shut down. We we let had the whole board went down with a like weird noise. Oh my god. And then this is just here where we are today, which is Thankfully, Ibis Imaging, you know, the headquarters. We
0: are at the uh, Ibis Images uh, headquarters, yeah, it's, um, it's photography gorgeous. central. Yeah,
1: it's it's actually nice and cool in here. It's awesome. I'm not schwitzing. No, I don't no, feel you like a them, Jew eating pork and temple. The,
0: you're not schwitzing in the putum. No, no, no.
1: Not, the putum is not schwitzing at all. Yeah, and in the camera, if you guys see the background here, this is one of the things that popped up to my right. There's just like antique. I don't know. It's just, I. I get giddy with it. I see antique kitchen stuff, and it's like a, a, a KitchenAid stand mixer. And I just saw that. It was like we got to put that out there. You know, for people who go to like Home Depot and
0: they see the brand name Hamilton Beach, you, yeah, you think like, eh, eh. but this is old. Oh yeah, this is an old Hamilton Beach mixer.
1: Is, John, does it work? It does. Yeah. See, so I mean, yeah. He he said it, it does. So it I does mean, work. Yeah. And some of the things that you get from the past, man. Can we use this uh, as an audio mixer, too? No, right? I <laughs> don't think that would work. <laughs> Sorry. It sounds like a whining noise, probably. Yeah, probably. Like when you're talking. Right, exactly. Okay. All right.
0: Let's get into food, man. You've been putting out all sorts of stuff on social media, yeah. and it looks pretty. now. I had a there was a lot of talk about how you were rubbing your meat on social media. Yeah,
1: I heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh quite interesting to have that start out. Um and you're right, you said in that podcast uh episode 29. Oh, Jeff's really going to like this. And I just, as soon as she started talking about when he started talking about rubbing his meat yeah, and then she went on with it, I was like, Oh, I, and I just had a big smile from anchors, ear to ear
0: anchors away. So yeah. anyway, so what are you doing, man? You're putting all kind of cool stuff out there. Like what, you know, you I'm sent just me a picture with like, it. I don't know what the hell it was, <laughs> but it, it looked pretty.
1: Yeah. So the picture I sent last night, um, I just, you know, out of off the whim, Wanted to do something different. I had a pork chop and I was like, oh, let's do something different and let's go ahead and play it up. And I had uh, uh, cauliflower and I, I have a really f- wonderful friend down in uh, Delray who owns a vegan restaurant called uh, Veggie Eats. And uh, Jade Mason, she was a uh, food stylist for the Food Network. And the, Is that
0: place on Atlantic? Uh,
1: no, it's on Linton Boulevard in US1. Yeah, oh, it's okay. right across the street from Trader Joe's in the same shopping center as I think fresh, fresh Oh, I was foods.
0: thinking Dig. Remember Dig? Yeah. I don't know if it's still there. No,
1: no, I don't think that is. But Mm -hmm. uh, Veggie, she's been there. She's like the number one vegan restaurant for three years running. And she hates cauliflower. Anything to do with cauliflower. And every time I post, I usually go, hey, Joey, look what I put for you. I got this here. And I I didn't – I should have tacked her on it because she's absolutely hysterical when she does that. But a purple cauliflower, when you get that, and you can puree it into um, and manipulate it to look like uh, mashed that's potatoes. What you did. Well,
0: cauliflower mash is delicious. Yeah,
1: and then I took celery root, which is a, a newfound love affair for me because you take that celery root and puree it and treat it just like mashed potatoes. And the guests, when they hit it, they're like, "That's not mashed potatoes, but it tastes like celery." So think about having a pot roast, but not having charred, you know, stalks of celery, which are very fibrous, and usually it's mirepoix. But you have a celery root, and you go into it with the steak, and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to have some mashed potato." And then you hit it, and you're like, wait, what happened? And so there's different textures and different elements to it. And the plate that I sent you, I also had um, little, like, flowerets to give it some crunch as you're eating the actual vegetables. And then I did beet tops, because I can't stand throwing anything away. Right,
0: right. <laughs> so, somebody, somebody said something funny, too. Some about, uh, well, I'm not crazy about the beets, because I don't like eating dirt.
1: Yeah. That was one of the, the, uh, the, when I had posted something about, um, Kelly something uh, something. yeah, I'm actually right. I'm doing a riff on Borscht. Um, I was, I love yeah. Borscht. And I wanted, so my book that I'm writing, uh, one of the things I started out of like what nine, what four year old kid likes Borscht. I mean, being raised Ashkenazic Jew, I'm Austrian Russian mix as far as my heritage. And my dad used to eat borscht all the time, and I couldn't stand it. And then later on in life, as I got older, my palate changed, and now I love beets. Borscht soup is like the... Yeah, not when you're four. Oh, my God. I love- not when you're four. That's yeah. not going to happen. Um, but now I, what I wanted to do is, can I manipulate this to being something like a bite instead of a soup? Mm. And then can I do a barbecue? So actually starting tomorrow, I'm going to be smoking beets. I've got fermenting beets right now. I'm doing beets. Why didn't you start beets. this?
0: like two days ago
1: it's, yeah, it's been it's yeah, been yeah, right.
0: pictures or, you know <laughs>
1: fermentation takes a while um the, the scope of what i'm doing for this super bowl sunday is ridiculous yeah um but for me if i can manipulate everything that's in it like the the cabbage the potato the beets the sour cream and i can elevate that to being a bite and that's what we're going to do and we're going to try that on um, sunday Okay. So. We're trying to make like a, a deli, uh,
0: the, the entire like a deli little, in a bite. Yeah, bite.
1: exactly. The soup in a bite, like an amuse-bouche. Just like a pick-it-up bite, have the crunch, have the textures, have the different things. And then we're going to have pickled garlic, pickled beets, the fermented beets, and then the smoked beets. All right. So that sounds fantastic. But
0: I want to back <laughs> up a little bit. Yeah. All right. Um, you 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 gave, I think, John, myself, maybe somebody else, two or uh, three of J- us. Jay. I gave Jay.
1: You're talking about the barbecue sauce. Right? Yeah. 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 Jay. Right. Jay, you and um, Shh, John. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Talk about that. What's the name? The Old Fashioned.
0: Yeah. yeah. What's in there?
1: <laughs> Everything you would put in an Old Fashioned. It has orange bitters. It has the noble, juicy, crunch tangerine. It has the juice of that. It has the zest of that. It has bullet. Well, that one you guys got where it was Angelus Envy. <laughs> that was the yeah. chef cut. <laughs> this barbecue was outrageous. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, yeah. I I don't even remember what I had it with, but I was just like slopping it up and having a good time. Yeah, it was delicious, man. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm, I'm actually making another batch for Sunday because I know what I have in the house right now is not going to last.
0: Yeah, and, and you know it's funny because um, you know you were breaking my chops about
1: uh, the the uh, bourbon bacon. <laughs>
0: You right? <laughs> didn't even eat the bourbon bacon yet. Well, okay, I've been saving it. I was saving it for a, for an occasion.
1: Right, well, you had an occasion this week, right? Yeah. This weekend.
0: My, yeah, yeah, my brother-in-law was in town, and um, you know, we had this giant breakfast, and it was a terrific breakfast. Um, but we broke that out. And I was pissed. You know, I was pissed. There wasn't enough. <laughs> and because I'm like, all right, like I'm, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. Right. And what ended up happening is... And I love them, my kids. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, my kids are eating a stash. I'm like, well, what is this? Oh, we love it one anymore. I'm like, no, eat regular <laughs> bacon. We'll make regular bacon. What are we doing? With the, get out of my stash, you know. <laughs> yeah, get out of the artisanal oh, stuff. You, you know. Yeah, I know right. this. So, uh, what's up, buddy? Yeah. So you know, in the end, I'm thinking. I'm thinking
1: we need we need more. You oh, know, I have more.
0: I told you, like there's a couple pounds cost the, out. No, no, no. Yeah. Said, you know, yeah. what's, what's the you know price point?
1: Yeah, uh, there's sixteen dollars a pound is what I go for. Ten? What? it's <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> sixteen. What? Okay,
0: absolutely. Because I would love to get a few pounds.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, but no, this weekend we're definitely going to throw it down too. We're going to have some. I I might bring some bacon out, but we're definitely going to have that crispy bacon. He's fine, John. Yeah, he's fine. He's just not bothering in the house? me. Yeah, Smokey. he's gonna be talking about uh, his uh, mm. love affairs in yeah. his life. Well, Fifteen yeah. years, right, buddy? He's like, you know, when I was young, when I was a puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, this weekend we're gonna definitely do some really good stuff. Um, and again, it's just for me gaining flavor profiles and playing around with food. You know, keeping keeping on trend.
0: We're gonna do some stuff over with. Um, so there's a lot of stuff happening. Tons yeah. of tons of things going on here. Um. We're going we're gonna to circle back to Marvin. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be heading out there soon over the next few weeks. I don't know with the date yet. But I want to go out there. and He's got the smoker and all that stuff. I want to go out there and, and do a big thing. I'm going to bring some uh, product over from uh, Peninsula. Right. And I want to just get freaky with it.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, the way Nicole is talking about properly rubbing your meat.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's the other thing.
1: Um, mm-hmm. we're going to head down to the farm,
0: uh, to Circle C Farms with Nicole, mm-hmm. and we're going to do something similar there. Obviously, she, you know, she raises cattle and chickens and everything. Uh, so we'll, um, we'll utilize her uh, product there. But that's happening too. Yeah. And we can't forget about
1: corn. Right, right, right. The, I, I uh, talked about uh, it today with, yeah, yeah, with,
0: yeah. with, with Nicole. Um, we need to get on that. Uh, I talked to our buddy Jonathan Rodriguez.
1: Mm-hmm. Is he on board? Come on, of man. course. So we have we have Thomas, Jason, Jonathan, and myself. Yeah, that's it. That's the four. Right, cool. That's good. We're done. We're it out. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and then uh, John's going to be tasting the vegan uh, lasagna. Okay. I mean, well, it's vegan, and part of the thing about the bolognese, what I said and stipulated, is it's got to be a hundred percent vegan.
0: What does that have to do with anything? What do you mean? I don't want to
1: get
0: the, to try.
1: You know, you get to try, too. Okay. But his, it, sounds like... It sounds no, like, it's not like Jason where he cut you out going to New York and yeah, what, Ivan Ryan. What is this? Orkin. <laughs> no, that's not like that. What is this? No, 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 no. Nah, see? All right. I do have to say, uh, I did get a lot of phone calls for episode 28 about how good that episode was. Which one was 28? Uh, the Bacon Cartel episode oh yeah oh no that was badass man <laughs> yeah i mean i i really a lot of people were like dude like never knew that or I, your passion is ridiculous
0: I'm like, all right well, so yeah of course that was kind of what we were doing that was my um intention mm-hmm. here today just doing this right you know it was just you and me and and uh you know john and enjoy the day you know unfortunately we had a crap load of Bucket load of technical challenges that we had to run through.
1: Yeah, we got done with it. We handled it well. We're here. That's why we are drinking.
0: Yes. (laughs) We're in gear.
1: (laughs) Look at these glasses, though. This is what I wanted to point out. Uh Like that right there, how it's offset, it's just gorgeous. He's got a lot of nice toys.
0: Well, you know, he is a photographer by trade. Yeah, yeah.
1: a food photographer. Yes. Which is completely different. I mean, you think just snapping a picture and that's it. It's not. Um, I've watched several photo shoots for food styling, and it's ridiculous what they go through. I think he's just using an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With this getup, I don't think so. I
0: mean, I'm expecting you to jump in on this.
1: No, he's not. <laughs> he just woke up.
2: What are you expecting me to say?
0: I mean, you have all the, You have a lot of cool gear. Your studio's nice. But uh, what is it? You're using iPhones, right?
2: I, I am your... not using iPhones. So... Um... <laughs> primarily Nikon. Um my newest baby is the Z7 Mark II. I love it, man. I like it mostly.
0: I, well you you know you've been using uh, you know full frame what the DSLR is now yes. for 20 years, right? Yeah, 15 yep. year or whatever.
2: Yep. So um what I don't like is the digital viewfinder. That's the thing I'm if, having a hard time getting used to. You know, that takes a minute I think. I think you're right.
0: Because you're an actual photographer. Right. Like me, I don't care if it's digital, or whatever, it doesn't make a difference. No, we want to point and shoot. We're not we don't have that eye. Because I'm the iPhone guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one snapping good pics on the iPhone.
2: Yeah, but it's even like it, it's not just the back L C D, it's when you look through the actual viewfinder. Yeah. It's digital in, in there also. Mm. And that, that it's hard to get used to. But I've handled that in camera.
1: Mm-hmm. Super light. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Mirrorless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which is good that's too. why it's digital. Yeah. Aero. Yeah. yeah. See,
0: see what I know. So for those of you out there who are in the, um, you know, tied up with Nikon, don't think it's a death sentence that you're, you, you know, you're into the uh, DSLR and they're discontinuing a lot of that stuff because there's the adapter mm-hmm.
2: for your lenses. Yep, I'm using all my lenses.
0: Yeah. And it's pretty quick, too, on the draw, right? I mean, yep. it's not you're not losing any yep. uh, no. shutter speed or anything.
2: I'm a very, very minimal, like not even noticeable, especially for the kind of work I do. Right. So,
1: um, yeah, the 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 plate of food's not running like a cheetah.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> it could, though. Like, exactly. if I'm
0: there,
1: that's going to disappear fast. You know, well, yeah. it depends. If if you haven't eaten what's well, on the plate. Kind of if sloth. it's Jeffrey's
2: barbecue, it might go fast. I'm saying. Yeah. But you know what? He we'll see you this weekend. He, he came empty-handed. Well, ah. where's you know, the crickets? I, I, crickets? In all are. fairness, I'm hosting today. So we got crickets. I don't know. I provided the uh,
0: bourbon. Yeah. You provided True the story. Bourbon. Absolutely. Hey, and absolutely. the coffee
2: liqueur. Mm. Talk about that. Well, what'd you do there? So it's actually a funny story. So we used to, um, visit a friend, uh, for the air show every year down in Fort Lauderdale. And every year this guy would do it up. He would do chicken baskets and all kinds of goodies. And, um, one, one year, he's like, you got to try this. And it's this coffee liqueur to make like a white Russian with it. Amazing. Yeah, but it was like 14 months uh, turnaround or something. Right? Well, no, not that long. So it, it's a full day of preparation to make the concoction. And then um, it's got to sit in a, like a brown bottle for, I think, six months.
0: walk and talk podcast now sweetened by noble citrus bite into a juicy crunch tangerine 40 years perfected seedless and oh so tasty or savor a starburst pomelo the giant citrus with a unique zing don't miss autumn honey tangerines big and easy to peel noble generations of citrus expertise delivering exceptional flavor year-round taste the difference with noble citrus I mean, that's a lot, of, but it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, that could have been, you could have bought that off the shelf somewhere.
2: Mm. It's good. It's good stuff. I like no, it. No, it was it's really very good. mild too. Yeah. It, it's not going to, you know, send you into a stupor.
1: Um, yeah. We, you know, Challenge accepted. <laughs>
2: we, we added. but
0: the, Well, that's what you do. You yeah. The if you base want more. was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. But a lot of things you do, it takes time. That's really good. Yeah, exactly. The same buddy that called me yesterday, he was like, "You made tiki masala with lamb, and he works for a meat company that's from New Zealand and Australia. And he's like, you know, I have a lot of recipes for Indian food, but it really takes a lot of time. And I'm like, yeah, anything that's really good is going to take a lot of time. Exactly. You know, and there's a lot of ingredients, too.
0: You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, Chef Mike...
1: No, no, I know exactly what you're going through now. No,
0: Chef no. Mike, no, wave. No, no, Not at no, all? Okay. no, no. Right. And listen, um, you know,
1: <laughs> TK as he's called by his friends, Thomas Keller, by other people has a microwave in his kitchens and it's basically to dehydrate um, tomato tops and bottoms and onions, tops and bottoms. And he makes powders from them. And I learned from that kind of, you know, I never worked for him I never worked with him, but you, you hear from people that have worked with him or, you know, you see things and I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea phenomenal idea. Who even thought of taking the tops and bottoms of the tomatoes? What do you do normally? You throw them away Mm -hmm. and then, you know, just dry them out, put them in a, into the dehydrator or whatever, and then puree them up. And then you're doing like a tomato caprese and you dust the mozzarella with the tomato powder. So they're getting every bite. They're getting that really intense tomato flavor and the fresh crunch of a tomato. So it's insane. When the hell are we cooking stuff? (laughs) Sunday.
0: (laughs) Not for, but that's like family things. You know, um, when are we doing it for the show? What are we doing? We got it.
1: We we were talking about it. uh, uh, We'll we'll just have to go out and get some stuff and and throw some plates together here and throw down and have some dinner here or something. You have to
0: look at this in in for what
1: it is, right? We have, um, so
0: we have what we do for the show, right? And then when we, you know, also like you're, you're freaking chef. Like this is what you do, Mm -hmm. right? So you're constantly challenging yourself and that's awesome. Uh, We're going to be doing some things with the other chefs, walk and talk, culinary, you know, partners and a whole restaurant recipes, restaurant recipes. Yeah. There's that. (laughs) Finally. Yes. Okay. Um, but we need to do some actual cooking Mm -hmm. for the podcast, like live cooking podcast, get people involved, like do some recipe thing and start setting up what's going to be the walk and talk cookbook coming out some other time later, cooking and shooting. Yeah, cooking and shooting.
1: Wait, shooting like weapons? No, oh. like we should photograph it.
0: Well, I wow. mean, you know, weapons being the, the Nikon Z, you know. Like the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean, sure. Yeah. Quick draw. Quick draw.
1: Yeah. You had asked me earlier about butchering where I got into it, and hunting and also um, when you, right. you bag an animal. In, and you, yeah, and you were it. talking about this the, on the podcast with Nicole yesterday about you were really impressed about the, the treatment of the animal.
0: Well, the way that you were speaking mm-hmm. about uh, when you went into your description of the rub, right, and and your approach to it, it was very respectful to the animal. That was what I was referring to. Yeah, I,
1: I think, you know, chefs need to be respectful for what the farmer or how that animal came to be on your plate or in your back door in the kitchen because I think— you have to show that admiration and love and respect. I'm not one of those. When I do go hunting, I'm going to get 15, 25, 35, whatever fish. I only need what I need for my family or if I'm doing it with my friends, I don't need to go any more than that. Right. Uh, it's not about, you know, taking, being greedy for it and doing the smoke, whatever. It, nothing about that. It's just being well, yeah, I mean, balanced. Like, um, I haven't gone in a while. I'm due.
0: I'm so due, but, um, been, been a minute since, uh, since I've been in the woods, but when, when you actually do, you know, find your, uh, find your animal, you know, you, you do thank it. Like, it's a, it sounds creepy, not creepy, uh, sounds silly or whatever, no. but in the end, I mean, you're, you know, if you take that approach, everything else after that is uh, it's all respect. And,
1: you know, mother a- nature hundred percent. I mean, you, yeah. you have to be thankful for what we're getting in the bounty that, that we're provided and we can't be greedy about it. And I think it goes one step further when you're looking at the difference from like what happened back in the 50s and 60s and 70s until we started mass producing things to what we have now on our plate. Yeah. And you look at the artisanal way of doing things, which will, let's say, throwback from way back when it, it there was definitely a love affair for what we had for what was being given to us. Now yeah, it's I mean, just there were seasons out. for mm-hmm. fruit and veg. We and, still need to do that. Yeah. I, I think if you're a chef out there or you want to be, be in the restaurant industry, if you're not changing your menu for at least four times a year, you're not doing the right thing. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. And you should be going for the traditional seasonal item. You know, um, you, know you don't... It, Like, You shouldn't be getting finding watermelon in like the winter, you
1: know what I mean? Like, Publix is selling seedless. Funny you said that, yeah. Publix is lit. My daughter's like, Oh, it's watermelons. I'm like, Not the season yet. And I looked, it was Costa Rica, nothing against Costa Rica. But my thought process is, Why pay the extra money? I don't know how they have the love for their land and the respect for they have, and they may, they may, but the problem is it's not in season, right? And I want it to be in season, I want peaches. Prime example. There's what? but there's still travel time
0: too. Yeah. And, and and in order for that product to to make it, I mean you've probably some early picking too. I mean it, it's all relative, but
1: well look at tomatoes. There's never such thing as a, a a red tomato. It's always green because it's or it's been gassed so that it can get to market and it looks decent. Yeah, some hot house uh Yeah, and 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 that's the thing too. You get like people are like, When you buy stuff, now I'm going to the farms <laughs> funny story. I went to go do a u pick. It's like 10 minutes down the street from my house. And I wanted to take my daughter so that she can get to eat, pick tomatoes and or, uh, strawberries. And I go, Hey, can I pick the green ones? And the farmer looked at me and went, w- w- why, why do you want the green ones? I'm like, have you never pickled green strawberries? And she's like, you can pickle strawberries. I'm like, yeah. You can pickle anything. I have my liver is being pickled. Uh, <laughs> I have, um, I have two huge, Jugs of green strawberries that I've pickled, that I'm now going to bring to the actual farmer so they can taste them, and I thought, wow, the farmer doesn't know about. I mean, I've never had pickled strawberries. Oh, they're they're life changing. Yeah, yeah. It's almost it's almost in the realm of having a green tomato, and then having that strawberry hint there, and then. Uh, almost like a cucumber flavor profile to it. But then how you pickle it, like we, I use the tan, the juicy crunch, noble tangerine zest. I've got garlic in there, peppercorns. I got some spices in there. So I really wanted to have it where it can go with uh, a brie and on a, you know, a cracker, or it can go with charcuterie, like prosciutto de Parma, or uh, I just found this out yesterday, lamb prosciutto, lamb prosciutto. I've never heard of it, never seen it. A uh, buddy of mine, he saw it. Um, a guy we both know, I can't remember his name right now. He's from Fort Laurel, Coral Springs area, has a place. He bought it and he goes, dude, you got to, next time you see it anywhere you are, amazing. I was like, "Well, oh, cool. I got to check that out. So there are things out there that we don't even know about. I mean, that's got to be uh, an interesting flavor profile.
0: Attention chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service. With 25 butchers on staff, their services will dazzle you and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone farm distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away and ask about their dry aged program look them up at peninsulafood.com
1: yeah uh, if Again, I mean, if you, you got
0: to love, you got to love lamb to begin with.
1: Well, difference, I, remember, the I difference, remember the difference, the difference between lamb and mutton is the age. And as it gets older, the mutton has a more gamey flavor, but lamb really, if you're doing it the right way, doesn't have that much of a gamey flavor. I
0: love lamb. Oh yeah.
1: There's there's Yeah. <laughs> Smoking a lamb leg with like a mint pesto uh, and then stuffing it with sun dried tomatoes and feta cheese. And it's just, it's amazing.
0: Oh gosh.
1: I am, you know, you're killing me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, we should we, order a pizza or something. <laughs> I mean, like, what are we talking about here? This is it-
1: well. Doesn't he have a pizza oven outside? I mean, John. So, yeah, John. public sells pizza dough. Chop chop. No, he's doing that now. Oh, is he? Yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. You fermenting your dough or now? No, I have not reached that
2: level yet. Yeah, I I'm just. On, I'm on like. Round two, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's on round Elio's.
0: Um, I'm gonna Ilios, Ilios, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember oh, that sure when I was like, a kid? Those blocks.
1: I used to, I used yeah. to like those. They still sell them. Oh no shit! Oh my no god! Kidding. Yeah, no, I was yeah. like, we walked through Publix. I was like, hey, um, my my daughter's nickname is Bacon Bits. I'm like, hey Bits, do you want? She's like, what's that? I'm like, it's, oh Ilios. She's, I rather have my pizza uh, bagel bites. I'm like, uh, okay,
0: bagel bites were good back then. I'll take.
1: She it. still she still cr- like tr- crushes
0: bagel bites. Yeah, my. Uh, they used to hate it my parents because I would blow through one of those
1: boxes and, like <laughs> once like just oh there's uh three of these in there. Eating yeah. them. Oh, oh the ilios you're talking. Yeah, oh because yeah. they were the, the, like the rectangle. Yeah, you get home, yeah, you get home, you pop one of those or two of those in there and then you put more stuff on it whatever you wanted and as a kid you were like you know <laughs> I always look at it like this, you know, if uh if I only have one, it's not enough. If
0: I have two, okay, cool, but then there's only one left in the box. No, so it's good. Well I'm going to I'm going to do it all. Yeah, yeah I'm going in. I'm yeah. going full blast, yeah. Uh, my That's daughter I did down. that
1: yesterday. We were making our Tuesday. We were I doing, get down. You know? We did a turkey tacos. And uh, yesterday she was eating them, I and she left like a spoonful. And I looked at her I'm like, really? And she just kind of smirked at me. And I'm like, so I heated it up and ate it real quick. And I was just like, oh, was my appetizer. Do you know how much weight that I've gained? Uh, yep. Because I'm
0: like, eh, because I'm not going to want to eat that little bit later, you know? I'll eat the whole pizza. Yeah, sure. Give me the whole pie.
1: That's I used to do. That <laughs> that is now stopped for me. Thank God, because yeah. that's that was a big, huge problem for me. Now it's just like you know what? I'm going to save it in there. This is the best one. You say, "Hey, are you going to eat this later?" And they're like, "Oh yeah." And then you save it and four days later, and like, "Hey, you know, you still have that." Uh, I'm not going to eat that. I do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> I do. No, I don't I, mess around. No, I, no, I'd rather not. So, hmm. so. All right. I don't
0: know. What, um, what are we doing next here with food? Uh,
1: well, we have that. We got that competition for the bolo, which yep. is the bolognese. Yes. Uh, this weekend, you want to hear the menu for this weekend? Yeah. All right. So I did something different. I normally take uh, chicken wings, and I marinate them in jerk. I make my own jerk. And I said, wow, I got two bottles of Malibu rum that's sitting there collecting dust. Let me see. So I hit it with the coconut marinated uh, jerk. And it's been in there now since Tuesday Mm -hmm. in that brine. So tomorrow that's going to be get smoked. And then um, I think it's Spice Island or one of the spice blends came out with a shawarma spice. I don't know what a shawarma spice is. You do. You just don't. It's the actual proper name. Uh, Jason was mentioning Donner, which is a Turkish version of it. Mm -hmm. So um, shawarma is what they make. um, Think of barbacoa, the spit. So anything, anything in the spits, think of the Bedouins. Mm-hmm. And that's who really brought in the campfire on the spit, turning slow, roasting with cardamom and allspice and all these different spices. That's shawarma. John, order the pizza. <laughs> so the original is like the gyro, the donner, or anything on a spit with the, those spice blenders called shawarma. Well, I'm doing uh, two full chickens that have been marinated in shawarma and dried out. And then I did one dirty, dirty, dirty deed. I lifted the skin up and put in butter. Oh, my God. Order yeah. two pizzas. John, two. Make it two pizzas. <laughs> so those are going to get smoked. And then I've got, um, we talked about it on the Jasons uh, episode about the Cuban sandwich. And that's Jason from Hive. Yeah, probably. Jason Schofield. Yeah. Great dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually going to be doing, I've got Gruyere. I've got the guava paste. I made the guava aioli, the Jean aioli. I've got the pickles being done in a scotch bonnet. And then I've got bourbon ham, and then we're doing the pork butt with that. Um, I did a new citrus blend that I wanted to do again. Using the, I keep on saying it, guys. If you if you can experience this, go to Sprouts. I know they have it. It's the Noble Juicy Crunch Tangerine. They, it's absolutely amazing. You're
0: talking about the brand Noble. Yes, yeah, Noble, Noble is fantastic.
1: Unbelievable.
0: It's life changing. Um, and at the NAFM 23 show. <laughs> Um, they I, were using noble yes they were yeah noble fruit is awesome and right? i how many and, how and many chefs that go here have
1: a cup of florida yeah <laughs> right yeah, yeah for sure
0: yeah and then you know uh by the way we were uh you know NAFM 23 that's the show that mm-hmm. uh buddy boy was here was uh, talking about earlier and uh Citrus our boys uh over at citrus america are got us in there for that mm-hmm. show yeah, anyway yeah so you great. said noble i just wanted to touch on that yeah where the hell is the
1: food? John, did you order the pizza?
0: <laughs> I, I don't even know what's going on here. I, I'm out of my mind.
1: Well, you remember the pork I bought? Yeah. So we're actually going to have that. I'm going to smoke that one. This one, the one we had over in that one last week was not smoked. That one's going to be smoked. Then I'm going to roast it so that it gets the skin nice and uh, crunchy. What do you want? Listen, I'm going to be, we're going to do some fun stuff here with stone mm-hmm. from Peninsula. Yeah. Okay. What do you want me to get? Well, we can talk off. We'll, we'll definitely do some of the stuff that's really ridiculous yeah, for this I- weekend. Not this weekend. Yeah, I was no. going like, to say because I'm up, we're, we're, we're that, that smoker's full.
0: <laughs> I mean, kind of dip your. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it. Out. Yeah,
1: oh. we'll, we'll look at the, the, the different cuts right here, and we'll do something. I want to. I kind of wanted to talk about it. Oh, we can do. What do you want to do? I want to do something crazy, sexy, freaking phenomenal.
0: Tomahawk, tomahawk, and what are we going to do with it? <laughs>
1: So um, <clears throat> Jason touched on it the last time we talked it from Hive. Don't touch me. <clears throat> he was talking about um, the cryovac or cryo um, when he froze, cryo freeze. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I'll marinate it, then I will freeze it, and then I will smoke it, then we'll sear it on the grill. And this, the, why, the reason why you do that, one, if I left it raw and then we cooked it no matter how the um, structure was or how thick it what the cut of meat is, you're going to cook it. Obviously, at 250 to 300 degrees, you're going to have some cook on it. When you freeze it, what happens is the meat gets penetrated by the smoke, but doesn't get cooked. So it's still raw in the middle. Mm-hmm. We're talking about an hour. That's it. So you're going to get a really intense smoke out of it. And then you pull that off, let it rest. And then you go back and you start the Millard reaction. So and when you when you brown or caramelize proteins, it's called Millard That's the amino acids that turn brown. Uh, That's the cooking process of it. That's me geeking out. Um, That actually then starts the cooking process and sears the meat in. And then by the time you're done, you cut that open, you have a perfect mid-rare. And that, to me, is the epitome of sexy on a barbecue, on a a tomahawk. It's one of my favorite cuts of meat. It has the spinelis. And every chef worth his weight in gold will tell you the best cut of meat is the spinelis. And that's the fat cap. <laughs> oh, my God. Where's the yes. crickets? <laughs> Where's the, I,
0: I, I want this. I want this. Uh, are you familiar with a uh, Denver?
1: Oh, yeah. Denver cut. Yeah. And
0: what's yeah. your opinion there?
1: It doesn't bother me one way or another. It's still a ribeye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's still a cut. I mean, my favorite it's cut of meat is hanger. Yeah.
0: Flat iron, kind of better than uh, Denver, though. A little bit, right? A little more taste, a flavor. A little bit.
1: Fun. Not too much. But, and, and it gives a personal taste. You know, I, at, at home in the freezer right now, I have a full frozen Spinellas. And to take that out. That's illegal in, to have. Yeah, it should be. Um, but when you take that out and then you sear it with like herbs de Provence and a little butter and then you shave that down and put that as your Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, there's nothing better. Nothing at all. Forget about that shave steakum stuff. I know we we're talking about throwback stuff, but yeah, there's nothing like oh,
0: that. Oh uh, yeah, right. Yeah, not
1: steaky steakums. Steakums. Yeah. yeah. Back from my childhood.
0: Yeah. Then getting into stofers and.
1: Yeah, the Hungry Man it was hungry when man. I was a kid. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. Or you know, one of my favorites was was it Stofers? the Swedish meatballs? Oh, IKEA. No, not not, not those. <laughs> this is like way before then. Right. Right. Yeah. But they were like the.
1: Oh yeah, the like sweet and sour kind of taste to it. Yeah, Man. yeah. But you know what? Where's 1986? Where'd that go? Uh, oh, thank God the hair. Remember the yeah poof. poof? Yeah, no, thank the, God the chicks with the poofs. Yeah, like something about Mary. Right. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, they had to get that up there somehow. Right. right? I don't know. Well, with that said, uh, Johnny Boy. We're going to cook, man.
1: Yeah. And then the 23rd, I can't wait for that. That's going to be a god awful day for me. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, I'm today, so at am- the yeah. yeah.
0: We're going to do a uh, with Chef uh, Jonathan over there. Yeah, um, at the Epicurean. Yep.
1: That's not next week. That's the following week, right?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. 23rd. A mm-hmm. couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. So today's what, the 9th? So that's seven days, 16th. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah, figure gonna, out where we're going to be next week.
0: We're doing a uh, walk and talk interviews. Um, uh, segment and we will be cooking there will be
1: food i'll bring my apron
0: <laughs> bring it baby and my
1: black gloves
0: all right listen we had fun today uh really kind of relaxed and uh, hey man i hope you guys
1: help everybody's enjoying this stuff yeah thank you ibis images for having us out today yeah the host yeah right. no food but we had beer or bourbon bourbon yeah now we're gonna order pizza
0: all right be good we are out Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing, deliver healthy taste options to clientele, and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com.